0: Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hi guys, welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast for episode number eight. This is your host, Elizabeth Benton. And as you guys know, the way we approach things here at Primal Potential is by first establishing a myth or major challenge as it relates to fat loss, and then reviewing facts or potential solutions, and going through practical limitation strategies so you can start to crush your fat loss goals today. You don't have to wait, you don't have to read more, you don't have to know more, you can just start taking action today. So what we're going to talk about is one of the most common challenges to lasting fat loss, and that is staying motivated. We all get really amped up at first, but often tend to gradually lose our motivation until we're right back to where we started, and I have lived this. Just a little bit of my background for some of you guys who are new to the show, I struggled with my weight for almost my entire life. I was a heavy baby I was a heavy kid, I was an overweight teenager, I was an obese adult, topping the scales at well over 300 pounds. And I always wanted to lose weight. I was pretty much always on a diet, reading a diet book, trying some starvation fat, or creating a plan for how I'd drop weight crazy fast. I even studied nutrition in college and worked in the weight loss industry for almost 10 years. But I was huge. Fortunately, I did manage to change my life and I finally realized that dieting is not the answer and the common sense approach of eating whole healthy foods without counting or cutting was really the best way for me and I lost about 140 pounds, totally transformed my life. But everybody that knows me I was really shocked because they knew that this was something that I had wanted for so long, and so I got tons of questions and still get tons of questions from people who know how hard I struggled for so long, and they want to know, you know, how do you stay motivated? When did the motivation finally strike you? Like, what was your moment that all of a sudden it became easy? And I understand the question. It makes sense, and I probably would have asked somebody else if I were still, you know, stuck and found somebody who had struggled for their whole life and finally did it. I tried and failed for so many years. I understand that people want to get and, and consume for themselves, you know, what would make it finally work. And motivation is a big part of the puzzle. But what I really try to emphasize to people and what I really want to emphasize today is that motivation doesn't just find you. You don't just have this moment. And I did have a moment, but the moment wasn't about motivation. If you're waiting to get motivated and have that motivation kind of find you and stay with you, prepare to wait for a really long time. I mean, think about it. We all have brief periods of intense motivation, right? You decide that you're ready to change you get excited, you make a plan, you prepare, you tell your friends and family, you, you're you ready, you think it's going to be different. A few days go by and you're right back to your old habits. So what happened? Where did the movi- motivation go? There's no doubt that you did have it. How did you lose it? And here's the one thing that I tell people all the time. I tell my coaching clients. I tell people who haven't seen me for a long time and see how much I've changed. Motivation is something we create. Motivation isn't something we wake up with one day and we think, oh, I'm so lucky, I feel motivated, I'm gonna go take advantage of it. Motivation is something we create and we create it every day and we create it through intention and through action. We create motivation every day through intention and action and without intention and without action, we don't feel motivated. I'm not going to argue that weight loss is just about motivation. It's not, it's about, you know, what you put in your mouth. That is the biggest factor, but you know, what has a tremendous impact on your ability to make good food choices, your mindset, your motivation, your discipline, your willpower, your commitment. All of those things aren't about like the strength of your resolve or how well you can white knuckle about white knuckle things. They're about your thought process. And as much as I would have hated somebody who told me this you know, a couple of years ago, I know it to be true now. You cannot maintain changes in your diet. You cannot achieve your fat loss goals if you don't get your head right. And we all want kind of the quick fix, like, no, 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 just tell me what to eat, tell me how to exercise, and I'll make it happen. But the ability to sustain and maintain changes is really a lot about your mindset and that you know, unicorn of motivation that we're all seeking to find. So that's what we really want to talk about today. How do you create motivation so that every day you're able to continue to make progress towards your goals? And there are a few key factors that when you improve them and you optimize them and you incorporate them into your life will send your motivation through the roof. And honestly, and this is not just hype, it will allow you to achieve any goal you set for yourself. And it will fast track your results in your weight loss. And the first one is your mental associations. Your mental associations, the way you think about weight loss versus the way you think about maybe Overeating. Because as humans, we instinctively move towards things that bring us pleasure and away from things that bring us pain. So I'm not saying that it's even always a conscious choice. I'm saying subconsciously, we will make decisions to choose things that bring us pleasure and avoid things that bring us pain. We do this without even noticing it. So I'd love for you, while you're listening to this, To grab a piece of paper, this is an activity that I have my coaching clients do, and I think it's tremendously powerful. Grab a piece of paper and create four boxes, like draw one horizontal line and one vertical line through the middle of the paper so that you've got four distinct boxes, right? In the top left box, I want you to write the word weight loss. And in the top right box, I want you to write the word indulgence, And the first thing I want you to do is write down all the words that you associate with weight loss. So when you think about weight loss, do you think effort, restriction, deprivation, hunger, time, frustration, exercise, dieting, calories, you know, healthy food, um, missing out, avoiding social situations, cravings? Whatever words that you associate with weight loss, write those down. Then, in the next box on the right, do the same thing for the word indulgence. Don't let my words and my examples influence you, but maybe when you think about indulgence, you think enjoyment, yummy, socialization, satisfaction, cake, delicious, parties, family. Maybe you think fatigue, maybe you think weight gain. Whatever words you associate, with indulgence, write those down. So take a minute and pause this and go through that exercise. All the words you associate with weight loss and all the words you associate with indulgence. There is still that bottom half of the paper, leave that for just one second. Now take a look at your lists. I would bet that if weight loss is a struggle for you, you have more negative associations with the words weight loss than positive associations. So what I mean is you'd think more in terms of restriction and effort and sacrifice and hunger than you think empowerment, opportunity, strength, longevity, health. If that's the case, you might be sabotaging yourself and not even know it. Because remember, we instinctively, oftentimes without even a conscious choice, Move towards things that bring us pleasure and away from things that bring us pain. So if you've associated all of this negativity with weight loss, then you are subconsciously going to make choices that don't support weight loss because you're trying to avoid pain. This is a big part of the reason that we give ourselves a big pep talk of, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to lose weight. And then find ourselves eating a pint of ice cream a few hours later. Because we have all these pain and negative associations with weight loss. And we have more positive associations with overeating and indulgence and all the ways that we've used that as a coping mechanism for so long. All right, now on the bottom half of the paper, you now have two blank boxes. I want you to reverse the exercise. You're gonna write the word weight loss in one box. But only write down positive associations with those words. So take a minute and write down all the positive, empowering things that you can think of that associate to weight loss. Things like energy, vitality, excitement, goals, progress, longevity, strength, health, sex appeal, shopping, pride, happiness, my skinny jeans, inspiration, setting a good example, Every positive association that you can have with weight loss, I want you to take a minute and do that. And then in that fourth box, I want you to do the same type of thing with the word indulgence and make a list of all the negative associations, ways in which indulgence and overindulgence has held you back has taken from your life, has robbed you of happiness, has made you miss out on experiences. And you can even write down what some of those experiences were, some of the ways that you've missed out on your life or you've missed opportunities because of overindulgence, because of how your weight has held you back. And what we need to do is start to become aware of our thoughts and we need to choose. It is a choice. It is not something that will happen naturally at first. We need to choose to spend more time focusing on the positive associations with something like weight loss instead of the negative ones, because whichever associations are the most dominant in your mind, that is where you will instinctively move. That is where your choices will flow. That is where your energy is. That is where your actions, your decisions, and your behaviors will flow. So you have to actively choose to focus on the positive associations, And that word focus is the next thing I want to talk about because many of us focus on the obstacles in front of us. We get so caught up on why we can't achieve our goals or why it's going to be hard and we tell ourselves and we tell other people that we have an out of control sweet tooth or we're too busy to prepare our meals or we hate to get sweaty, we never have time to work out, we can't lose weight, our metabolisms are slow, that's what we're focusing on. And as we focus on those things, we are training our brain to accept them as fact. And when you do that, you are making it way, way harder than it needs to be to make positive change. Because we're always focused on the negative, on the reasons it's hard, on the problems, on the lack, on the struggle. No wonder you can't make progress. All you're focusing on is your limitations. And there's this fantastic quote, and I think it's so powerful, and yet so dangerous? When you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. I'm gonna say that again because it's a paradigm shifter. When you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. So I would caution you to be very, very careful what you're arguing for. And I'm not saying that those things don't feel very true. They might even be true, but that's not the point. The point is that they aren't serving you. They aren't helping you reach your goals. They aren't allowing you to make your goals a reality when you focus on them. You have to become aware of your thoughts and choose to focus on the progress and the possibilities instead of the roadblocks and the challenges. As long as you're focusing on all the reasons you can't, then you can't, okay? There might be a lot of obstacles stacked against you, but there is a lot of possibility and there is a lot of progress and there is a lot of opportunity. And whichever one you focus on is the direction in which you're going to move. That is a choice. I'm not saying it's an easy choice, but it is a choice. So you have to think really hard about the choice that you're making. Start to replace those pre-programmed thoughts that have become so built into your logic and your flow that you hardly even notice it. Start to replace those thoughts with things like, I feel so much better when I'm making healthy choices. I'm proud of myself for making time for a 10-minute workout. I eagerly fuel my body with healthy foods because they make me feel my best. And yeah, it might sound corny and it might even feel unnatural at first, but you are programming your brain and what you focus on is where your energy will go. It's where your actions will go. And I want to be thinking in my favor. You have to pay attention to your thoughts. I know that it's hardly even conscious at times. These are just old tapes that play in our head and we don't even notice when we're doing it to ourselves. But think about it. How many times have you been trying to make a healthy change and you wake up and you just think, I'm too tired to go to the gym. I have a long day, I've got so much going on. I don't even know that I have anything healthy to eat here in the house. And then midway through the day, we're thinking, I'm starving, I'd really love chocolate. Oh my gosh, I'd give anything for chocolate. That's where your focus is. That's where your energy will go. You can make a different choice. I'm not saying that it's not true that you're tired or that you're craving chocolate, but you have a choice to instead think, I'm making amazing changes in my life. Right now, at this minute, I am transforming my life. And I am so excited to think about where I will be in a year with the changes that I am making now. I am so excited to think about how much stronger I'll be, how much better I'll feel, how much happier I'll be, how much more confident I'll be. You have a choice to think about those things. I understand that sometimes it kind of feels good to pity yourself and to tell yourself and other people why it's so hard but it's not doing anything for you. It's not helping you. It's keeping you right where you're at. And as hard as it is, you have to decide to stop. You have to decide to be a monitor of your thoughts and replace them. Another quote that I love is that one of the most powerful things we can do is learn to stop listening to ourselves and, stop talk and start talking to ourselves. Learn to stop listening to ourselves and start talking to ourselves. And this is something that I did throughout my weight loss when I would notice those thoughts of, oh, I'd give anything for ice cream right now, or I don't want to go to the gym. I would pull out a note card that I have, and I still have it, I've, and I have multiple copies. I have a copy on my treadmill. I have a copy in my purse. I have a copy on the dash of my card, and I have a copy on my desk. In fact, I'm going to pull it right now. And what I would do is I would pull out this note card whenever I was having those negative thoughts and I would start to just recite. I would either read them out loud or I would read them silently to myself, these statements that I wanted to focus on, that I wanted my energy to flow towards. And I'm just gonna read some of them to you. Great things will happen today. I eagerly fuel my body with healthy foods. I constantly practice self-discipline and willpower. I bring passion and intensity to my daily workouts. Every day, my body is leaner and stronger. I control my thoughts and emotions. I choose happiness, positivity, and gratitude. I am focused and determined. New opportunities arise every day. And I would say those things over and over and over again, even though at times they did not seem true. But here's the thing, you can stop that tape of negative thoughts and negative beliefs in your head by just replacing them with something new. And over time, not only do they feel more true and they feel more natural, but your life moves in that direction, right? Because where your thoughts go, your energy flows and vice versa. The other thing that we can't underestimate is your actions. Because at the end of the day, one of the best motivators is the results that we're getting. And many people aren't getting results, and so they struggle to maintain motivation. Well, of course. Here's the thing, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do everything right Your actions don't have to be perfection. Just because you didn't have a perfect day doesn't mean you didn't make progress and you're not gonna see results that are gonna fuel your motivation. So if you make one or two missteps, don't throw in the towel because then you're really screwed. What you need to do is identify one or two of the most impactful actions that you can do to achieve your fat loss goals and do those consistently. You don't have to get 20 things right every day. Just pick the most impactful one or two and do those consistently. And consistently does not mean a few days a week or every once in a while or when life is calm. It means all the time. So put in the effort to find what actions make the most impact for you. Maybe for you, it's having a healthy breakfast. Maybe it's making sure to get enough sleep because you know you don't make great decisions when you're tired. Maybe it's writing down everything you eat or sharing your food journal with an accountability partner. Whatever your big rocks are, figure it out. Limit them to only one or two and then focus on getting super, super, super consistent, building that habit so you do it effortlessly every single day. It's so easy to fall off the wagon when you have a checklist of 20 things you think you need to do in order to lose weight. You're trying to do too much. The majority of your results are gonna come from only one or two big rocks, so identify what those are and then become a master of them. Yeah, maintaining motivation isn't easy. We all have good days and bad days, but so much of it comes down to the way we are thinking. So you have got to start paying attention to the way that you think about food, the types of food you think about, the types of thoughts you have about yourself and your body. And even if it feels unnatural, you need to start replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones. One of the most like, empowering and powerful exercises I can do to motivate myself is to think about where I want to be in a year. And I imagine it so clearly. I think about every detail. I think about what I'm wearing. I think about the look on my face. I think about what I do that day and how I feel. I think about every detail of what my body looks like, the curve of my butt, right? The curve of my hips, um, the way that my clothes fit, the way that the people around me treat me and interact with me, the things I do, the type of workout I'm capable of, how strong I am, what that strong body looks like, I think about, you know, the professional opportunities that I think will be available to me and all the things that I'm going to create. And I make this picture so vivid that it's impossible to not get excited about it. And that is where I want my energy to be all the time. But just as easily I could think about how everybody around me is going to be drinking wine and, you know, eating cake tonight and I'm going to choose not to and how much that sucks and how unfair it is and you know how much progress I still have to make and I really don't feel like going to the gym today and I'd really rather watch tv the choice in which of those two scenarios I'm focusing on is entirely mine and they're both very real the potential that I can create is very real The ways in which the situation is less than perfect is also really real, but why do I want to focus on all the negative stuff because is it going to help me? It's going to make me feel like crap and it's not going to help me reach my goals. So why would I choose to put my attention there? Don't do it. Start to become an active observer of your thoughts and replace those negative tapes with positive empowering ones that are going to get you fired up, fueled up, and excited. I would recommend that you write down a few affirmations, goal statements, statements of who you want to be and the kind of person that you know you need to be in order to reach your goals. Write that down and read them to yourself, but don't frame them in the negative. Don't say something like, I never eat sugar, because then that makes it even more like enticing. It's like, don't think about an elephant, and then all you can think about is an elephant. Make them framed in the positive, all the things you want to be and do and have, And when you start to notice those negative thoughts, just start reciting or reading your positive affirmations or your empowering statements to yourself. And I promise you that when you do that consistently, you will feel better. But don't underestimate taking action. So you need to figure out what your one or two most impactful activities are and get consistent. Not, you know, Monday through Friday and then the weekends, you know, free for all. Consistent. Effortless, done every single day. So, guys, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for being here with me. I hope that you will. Email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com and let me know what additional topics you would like me to cover. And don't forget to go over to primalpotential.com because we've got show notes pages for every episode with additional resources and links, recommended reading uh, and stuff like that. So head over to Primal Potential, check out the show notes page. This is episode eight and there's a lot of different resources listed on the show notes page to help you out. So with that, thank you so much. And until next time, stay healthy.